Hello everyone, it's Vyas and welcome to the Bright Colors of Inspiration. I want to thank you all for listening to my podcast episodes. Your support really means a lot to me. In this episode, I will be discussing my experience dealing with difficult times. I have experienced my fair share of rough days in my life, and at times, I felt a lot of hopelessness and fear about what happens in the future. One of the darkest times of my life was during my junior year of high school. There was this one teacher whom I really looked up to during my freshman and sophomore year. I would frequently visit her classroom during break and passing periods. Unfortunately, she suddenly left to teach at another school during the summer before my junior year. I was so distraught and that was the only thing I was talking about at that time. This was really hard for me to deal with and it took me a while to accept that she's not teaching at my school anymore. during my junior year, I took a class that I was struggling with and the teaching style that that particular teacher used did not fit my needs. On top of all that, that particular subject was my least favorite one and that made it much harder. Another not-so-bright time was during my first two years of college. I was one of the most well-known students in high school, and almost everyone there would know who I was. However, when I started going to college, I was surrounded by a whole bunch of new faces. I was going through a lot of anxiety at that time, and was constantly thinking about transferring to other universities during my first year of college. I even isolated myself in this one room in my dorm building. Due to my anxiety, I lost time to make friends and I lost a lot of weight, which was quite noticeable to my family and friends, and my academic performance suffered because of all this. sophomore year of college was also difficult, especially when everyone's lives were disrupted back in March 2020. Classes abruptly transitioned from in-person to online instruction midway through the semester. A lot of places were shutting down. I had to practice social distancing and I had to quarantine at home for a while meaning I could not go out for any non-essential reasons. There are three fundamental things that help me a lot in getting through rough times.
Number one, community. I have a really great support system of friends and family who support me during tough times. I would talk to them about what I'm going through, and while they were unable to get rid of the hardships I was dealing with, they stuck by my side and supported me through it all. When I was taking that class I mentioned in which I struggled with, there was this one student who helped me deal with what I was going through and even studied with me a couple of times after school in the library. Number two, creativity. When an obstacle comes my way, I try to think of ways to find the solution. Every problem has a solution. I just need to be creative enough to find it. I like to unleash my creativity and reduce my stress by drawing and coloring, playing a song on the piano, and even writing down what I'm dealing with. The goal during these times is not to do my best work. It is a time where I can get my mind off of what I'm dealing with and not take my problems out and project them onto other people who do not deserve it. Number 3. Self-care. During tough times, practicing self-care is more important than ever. The most fundamental way for me to do that is to set boundaries. This means to firmly state what I am okay with and what I am not okay with. If I do not have clear boundaries, I am wasting a lot of my time and energy and that leads to burnout. The bottom line of setting boundaries is taking responsibility for my own emotions. Another way I practice self-care is by getting regular exercise either by taking a walk or working out at the gym. During the hardships I just discussed, I felt like my entire future was set in stone and that things will never get better. The challenging situations I am dealing with are only temporary and things will get better. So, I like to go by the mentality, the greater the storm, the brighter the rainbow. It was frustrating having to quarantine and suddenly switch to online learning in the middle of the semester. And on top of that, adapt to a whole new way of living all at the same time. But looking back, in hindsight, it was one of the most amazing things that ever happened to me. I became a lot more productive since I did not have to worry about walking from one class to another. Not only that, I was able to do what I love and try new things like this podcast. I never even thought I would be here doing this podcast way back when I first started college. But I am glad I am doing this now because I can share my personal experiences that can positively inspire many others, especially the younger generation.
When we hear someone say, life is unpredictable, we associate it with negativity. But life can be unpredictable in a positive way. Life closes doors for a reason and one day you may be thankful for it. Community, creativity, and self-care have been very instrumental in helping me cope up during hard times. But that's not all. There is something that really helps me a lot, and that is reframing unfortunate situations. When negative events occur in life, we have the option to view on the bright side or the dark side. Reframing situations is not necessarily about eliminating the negative situation altogether. It is about viewing the positive aspects of a given negative situation. Accepting your emotions during dark times is very important. It is okay to not be okay, but it is not okay to be permanently not okay. At some point, you have to move on and get over that. are some of the common negative thinking traps that I have fallen into and how I changed it to positive thinking. Number one, personalization. I would blame myself in situations even when I had barely anything to do with the outcome. An example of this is when my friend rejected my invite saying they were busy, I felt like I did something wrong, when in actuality, it did not have anything to do with me. This is clear because I had a lot of other friends who wanted to hang out with me. I tried to avoid taking stuff personally by thinking about those who actually care about me and by putting my focus and energy on them. Number two, catastrophizing. I would always assume the worst in situations and think it is much worse than it actually is. And I would neglect more realistic possibilities that are nowhere near as bad as I am making it out to be. This trap involves thinking along the lines of, I have not heard from my friend in months, so something bad must have happened. I like to think, my friend is very busy lately, so he hasn't had the chance to reply to my text messages quite yet. I got over this issue by waiting to see what the outcome actually is and then going from there. I think of the possible things that could happen and the best case and the worst case scenario, and then adjust my plans accordingly. Failure is inevitable, and it does happen. 
So being flexible is crucial. I do not view failure as the complete opposite of success. I view it as a stepping stone to success. That is when most of the growth and learning occurs. Exaggerating my mistakes only aggravates it and does not help me grow and learn in the long run. Number three, all or nothing thinking. This is the type of thinking in which I think that anything less than perfect is a failure. It involves thinking with the mentality of, I only have 30 minutes today and not the full one hour to do my workout, so I will just skip my workout today. I like to think working out for 20 minutes is better than not doing it at all. Labeling is a type of all or nothing thinking in which I attach a negative label to myself and it would negatively affect my sense of worth. For example, I used to think of grades like they are some sort of accessory and that it is connected to my self-worth. I would gravitate towards statements such as, I'm a complete failure, when I don't do well on a particular assignment. The better way for me to put this would be to say, I failed the assignment. When I avoid negative labels, my productivity improves and I learn a lot more. To practice reframing situations, here are a few steps I took. Step 1. Be aware of my thoughts. Step 2. Recognize the truth and accuracy of my thoughts. Step 3. Change negative thoughts to positive thoughts. To put things into perspective, I will tell you a short story I made about two people who both get rejected from the college of their dreams. One views the rejection with a positive perspective and the other views it with a negative perspective. The person that views it with a negative perspective thinks negatively about himself and says, I'm just too dumb or why are bad things happening to me? He spends many hours laying on bed worrying about what's going to happen and thinks his future is destroyed. The person that views it with a positive perspective thinks positively about himself and says, maybe not getting into that school is the best thing that happened to me, or it is all for the best. He is still disappointed that he didn't get into the college of his dreams, so he decides to go take a walk outside to get his mind off of it. Reframing a negative situation isn't about making it disappear. It is about viewing different perspectives, building empathy, and finding opportunities that would otherwise be missed.
that's all for this episode. If my content inspires you, feel free to pass it along to your family and friends. I am Vyas, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have an awesome day.